So at that time, uh, we had the inside bar. Mm-hmm. There was a tent out uh, on the corner okay. out there by South Bend Avenue. Mm-hmm. And then there was another tent out back of. Uh-huh. So we basically had three bars all running at once. <laughs> all three of them packed. Yeah. And a fight broke out. Oh, Lord. In the front mm. tent. Mm-mm. Then a fight broke out in the back tent. Mm-mm-mm. And then a fight broke out inside. It was in the air. So we had three oh fights God. going on at the same time. You heard that there. That is Aaron Frucci, who's been connected to the Linebacker Lounge for years. Thousands of people across the country and even the globe have fond but somewhat foggy memories of the legendary South Bend and Notre Dame establishment. More of that later, but first, thank you for listening to another episode of Round the Bend Now and Then. My name is Matt Emery, and I'm a local history nerd. My main mission in this podcast, as well as other Round the Bend material, is to create engaging content that shares how intertwined the South Bend and Mishawaka area's past is to our present. I interview local leaders, business owners, and community members to help tell their stories because their stories help tell the story of South Bend and Mishawaka. Before we get to the interview, I just have a few simple favors. One is to be sure that you hit the download, like, or subscribe button on whatever podcast app that you listen to us on. Another favor is to follow us on social media, at Pod or at Round the Bend 574 on Twitter, Round the Bend Now and Then on Facebook, and now on YouTube, where I'm starting to dabble in some visual content as well. I have a few new videos that include some cool historical pictures, maps, newspaper articles, and narration by yours truly. All of those links are in the show notes as well. My last favor is to please just pass on the good word about the content. Now, let's dive into another interview that helps tell the story of South Bend and Mishawaka. You always hear different statistics and data about how hard it is for bars and restaurants to succeed. You hear things like 80% of restaurants close within the first five years. And a guy who is my age, pushing 46, has seen restaurant after restaurant and bar after bar come and go. There are a few bars and restaurants around the South Bend and Mishawaka area, though, that have been here forever, well before my time. These are the places that literally generations of people have frequented. These are the places that last 62 years and counting, like the Linebacker Lounge. The Linebacker has stood at the corner of Edison and State Road 23, also known as South Bend Avenue, since 1962. While the area surrounding it has changed over the years, from being on a two-lane country road to now a large, busy intersection, the backer has stood tall, welcoming everyone and making sure that all who frequent it leave happy and hopefully upright. I wouldn't be doing a service to my listeners who love hearing about the South Bend and Mishawaka area's history if I did not highlight the legendary Linebacker Lounge. So in this episode, I meet with Aaron Frucci. Aaron has been connected to the backer for years, mostly as a now self-proclaimed retired bartender. And as you know, bartenders, especially bartenders in packed college bars, see some things. And Aaron is no exception. 
We talk about everything from famous celebrities in there to bachelorette parties to generations of patrons. And Aaron even shares about the linebacker sludge. We also discuss the history of the linebacker and how there were several instances in the 1970s where we were extremely close to losing it. This was definitely an episode that I did not want to record in the studio. In order to tell the story of the linebacker, in order to get the full effect of the linebacker, you have to record at the linebacker. I set up the microphones and the equipment right there in the bar on one of the tables. Aaron and I slapped on the headphones and we chatted about the backer. All the while, there were dozens of other bar patrons around enjoying their time. It could not have been more perfect because as we were setting up, a group of Notre Dame college kids came in and we started chatting a bit. And their purpose at the backer that day truly exemplifies why the place is so loved and so legendary. You'll hear more about that in this episode as well. So sit back and enjoy learning all about the Linebacker Lounge. Well, hey, Aaron, thank you for joining us. Oh, no problem. Uh, the, the Linebacker has been here since I can remember. I'm 46, and I just remember as a kid even driving past and just looking up there and knowing it had something to do with Notre Dame and um, uh, with the connection with the football and linebacker and stuff, but... Talk to me about, just give me a little background of you and um, your connections to here. So I started working here in, <clears throat> I think it was May or June of 2005. Okay. And I retired. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow, now I got to think about this because I think it was five years ago. Okay. Five, five six years ago, actually on my birthday. I, oh, nice. That was my birthday present was I finally got to retire. My son had graduated from high school, and I was like, you know what? I'm done. Uh-huh. I, I, I had done it here for 13 years. Oh, wow. And okay. a total of 20, it was 23 years total okay. of bartending. Uh-huh. So I'd had enough. Yeah. It, it was time. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, you know, the, the late nights and mm-hmm. uh, didn't really want to be up late anymore. It's right. kind of nice to get up at 8 o'clock in the morning and get stuff done. For sure. Getting up at 1 o'clock in the afternoon and trying to figure out how you're going to jam it in before right. you have to go back to work. Oh, my God. Uh, but I did start, ter- I, I started hanging out here when I was 21. Okay. So that's now been, <laughs> hold on, <laughs> I'm going to be 48 this year. Uh-huh. So 27 years of yes. hanging out <laughs> yes. here. Yes. I knew about it previous to that uh-huh. because uh, I had worked at TGI Fridays. Okay. A bunch of people I worked with either worked here as their second job mm-hmm. or just hung out here. I got you. So I was always told, don't go near the place until you're 21. You won't yeah. get in with a fake. Okay. Yep. It's, it's just not going to happen. Right, right. So I'm one of the uh, rare ones that can say I didn't set foot in here until I was 21. You kind of you kind of mentioned it a little bit ago your first time coming into the linebacker, but do you remember kind of the first time you stepped in here and your earliest memories and what were your thoughts? So because I knew so many people that worked here, uh-huh. <clears throat> when I turned 21, mm-hmm. the I would come in during the week. Okay. I never really truly came in on the weekends because at that time I was working at Heartland. I got oh so I yeah. was I was busy working there. Right, right. So I never got a chance to come here on the mm-hmm, weekends. Mm-hmm. So we would come in during the week and uh good old Big Ron here during the week. Okay. And he her I, I knew him previously mm-hmm. uh outside of <clears throat> the linebacker. Okay. 
So we would harass each other. We'd come down on Monday nights and watch Monday Night Raw and yeah. Nitro because he was oh, a huge wrestling was in fan. The day too, when that was when it was peak. Well, you know? you're in a place that's got multiple TVs. Absolutely, you can, you can watch both at once. Right, exactly. WCW on one, WWE on the other. <laughs> nice. Yes, sir. <laughs> if you had to describe the linebacker just physically to somebody who has never seen it or been here, how would you just describe it? I don't know. It's it, it's. It's a combination of cheers. Okay. Uh, somebody's basement. <laughs> you know, it, it was it was that friend that had that that really good sound system. Uh huh. And it wasn't it was in a basement. Yeah. You know. Yeah. When we were younger, basements weren't all fancy. No. And everything it was no cement walls and that's it. You know, maybe some wood paneling. Somebody's hooch over in the corner. <laughs> yeah. You know, brewing up. Yeah, I, you know, because it, it's cheers. It, mm -hmm. People know your name okay. when you come in here. Uh, mm -hmm. It's it's a little dark. Yep. Uh, you know, it does have the wood paneling Absolutely. all over the walls, but it's it, it, it's it's homey. That's it. Yes, that's it. And no cheers. Everybody knows your name. It's home for some some folks, you know. And, and in that reference, we're not talking cheers on nine thirty three. We're talking no <laughs> cheers. We're in talking Boston. Sam Malone and and uh, you know Mayday Malone and Coach and, and Woody. That's what we're talking, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Speaking of like a coach or a Woody type bartender, is that what you felt like like when you were working here? Like you had the same people coming in here and there or was it yes okay. so i the era i yeah. would say that i worked uh we had a lot of groups of people okay. that we saw every thursday friday saturday night gotcha and sometimes sunday morning because they forgot something <laughs> <laughs> and the crazy thing is they were there was probably three or four different groups uh -huh. but they all knew each other i got you and you know there was there's times that they would roll in 10 to 15 strong. Mm -hmm. and, and there are times that those four groups would fill up this whole bar. Nice, nice. And it was fun. They yeah. were all great people. They uh -huh. all came from different uh, nationalities, uh -huh. different backgrounds, that, but they all got along and they were... Love it. They, they still come out every once in a while, uh -huh. but they're now into their mid 30s well, that's what some happens. of them upper 30s yeah. and you know get married have mm -hmm. kids you kind of don't go out as much now here's the deal this place is easily the top five most packed crowded places i've ever been into mm -hmm. we have here the old bridge of mcguire's and the old five point intersection over mm -hmm. there was absolutely packed um been in the State Theater, I think, when it was extremely way too packed back in the day when they had its little nightclub. Mm, and then stuff a couple, falling from the ceiling. Yeah. Then a couple places in Bloomington. Um, talk to me about some of the most absolute packed nights in here, most hype nights in here that you can remember, like if there was a, enough special event or anything like that. So it would have been a USC weekend. And mm -hmm. <clears throat> I'm going to go... 05, 06, 07. So okay. I don't remember exactly what year mm -hmm. that there was a home game here. Uh, <clears throat> oh, was that the Bush Bush? Might have been. Okay. So at that time, uh, we had the inside bar. Mm -hmm. There was a tent out uh, on the corner okay. out there by South Bend Avenue. Mm -hmm. And then there was another tent out back up. Uh -huh. So we basically had three bars all running at once. <laughs> all three of them packed. Yeah. And a fight broke out. Oh, Lord. In the front mm. tent. Mm -mm. Then a fight broke out. 
in the back tent. Mm-mm-mm. And then a fight broke out inside. It was in the air. So we had three oh fights God. going on at the same time. <clears throat> Security was losing their mind because, you know, they're of running course. around. Of course. We're behind the bar trying to figure out what to do. What, what exactly is going on. Right, right. So that was <laughs> that was that was one that was was really full. Uh, we get a during my time, reunion weekend is always a uh, Okay, really? <clears throat> happens at the beginning of June. Okay. And everybody comes back. Nice. The age okay. range goes from mid twenties mm-hmm. to mid eighties. I have that's one of my questions. So let's talk about that. So alumni groups and that they come back, huh? Yep, and they come back. Neat. They come back strong. Really? Uh, probably the best one uh, is the class of '96. I'm totally going to give them a shout out because nice. they made me an honorary member. Really? A couple of years ago, I actually went and bartended for their little party that they do. Uh, when they come back for reunion weekend. Neat. This group of people knows how to do it. <laughs> they and, and they had also brought in uh, DJ Drew. Okay. Who used, was the DJ here for many, okay. many, many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, they brought him in to DJ. Mm-hmm. So you had a former backer bartender mm-hmm. bartending for them, the former backer DJ wow. playing music for them. That's and it cool. was in one of the quads uh, on wow. campus. There was probably uh, somewhere between 60 and 80 of them. Wow. In- including their spouses. That's and, neat. Uh, then other classes started joining in because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they were like, okay. They this, borrow this, and steal. They're like, this is hype. The Let's class of 96 this. knows what they're yeah. doing. Uh-huh. And they do. They, they, they have a good time. That's nice. Uh, they forget that they're in their late 50s. or Sorry, late 40s, late 40s. early 50s. Uh-huh. And just get after it. I love it, man. I love it. And you know they're probably all over the country. Well, they are. They oh, were. yeah. Oh, yeah. Leading up to it, they probably have little text chains, Facebook conversations and all that going on. And, and it's how exciting, man. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool, man. And then I, it was a blast. It was two nights. Uh-huh. Uh, it was a Friday and Saturday night. <laughs> Both nights went to... I left at 3 o'clock. They kept yeah. going till about 4 or 5 in the morning. Yes. Yes. There was they some streaking. There was hey, some streaking in the quad. <laughs> that, hand and in that's hand. A, and that's what it was. We're going streaking. All right. Go right ahead. Not Nothing I want to see, but go Dude, right I, ahead. I love good old-fashioned fun. You know, good old-fashioned fun. You just heard about a group of Notre Dame graduates who almost 30 years after they graduated from college still gets together and still a lot of their fun is surrounding the linebacker. I mentioned in the intro about chatting with a group of young men from Notre Dame and about how their purpose there truly exemplifies why so many memories and stories are formed around the linebacker. Now, I was there around noon, and there was a group of a good 10 to 12 young men there. They were there because one of them, Spencer, had to pay off a fantasy football punishment as he got last place in his league. He had to be in the linebacker from opening time at 11 a.m., until closing at 3 a.m. The only way to decrease his time in there was to drink a 32-ounce beer. Each brew he drank, an hour was taken off his total time. Now, I absolutely love this kind of stuff, and it's the same shenanigans that me and my boys would have pulled. And this is just one more example of why the linebacker is so iconic. This fantasy football league chose the backer as their punishment. They knew that any time you stay inside of the linebacker for a good 12-plus hours, 
That equals a good time and fond memories. Anyways, I chatted with Spencer for a few minutes and got his thoughts on the linebacker. You'll hear that next, and then we get back to my interview with Aaron. Hey, who's who's the uh, fantasy football guy? Who's the who's the loser? Oh, he's trying to get oh, is he? he's trying to get time taken off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, is that how you get time taken so, off? For him, it's like every 32 hours period it's an hour. That's great. But he's got to stay from open to close yeah, unless yeah. he knocks he's, off. He's been here since 11. Can I? Inter- where's he at? Is he still shooting pool over there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd love to talk to him real fast if you would. Yeah, 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 absolutely. All right, can you hear me? Yeah, all good. All right, sounds good. All right, well, hey, again, my name is Matt Emery, and I'm a uh, just love South Bend area, not you know our, our history and all that, and so I'm here to do a podcast episode on the linebacker. Yeah. And so I interviewed a, a longtime bartender here and everything, and so as soon as I sat down there to interview your buddies here, said that you're here for a. a, a um, the consequence of losing your fantasy football season is that right yeah, spencer that, that's right there's 14 of us and i was uh-huh. uh, dead last so <laughs> i was stuck with the uh the punishment this is the first part of my there are two parts of punishment first part is being here from uh-huh. open to close at the backer today so 11 oh my gosh so, uh, I, i'm in here for a while today yeah. open to close this is the first time you've done a something like this for sure yeah wow <laughs> and then um where are you from I'm from outside Boston, so. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then when you first came to, to school here, um, what was the first memories of the linebacker? Did anybody talk about it at all? Or <laughs> Yeah, I have a good story. So, um, move here freshman year. I had never been to Notre Dame before. Uh-huh. Um, like, I never got to visit with COVID and stuff. Okay. And then oh, yeah. my, my first linebacker memory is actually losing a fake ID at the door here. Um, Love it. Yeah. Uh, came with a couple of buddies probably two hours after my fake ID uh-huh. in the mail. And uh, first time ever using it, got it taken at the front door right here at the linebacker. So, yeah. That was so, my first memory of the line. That's probably some good publicity for the linebacker, though. That means that <laughs> oh, they're, yeah, they're, they're being pretty stringent right. upon it. Because right, yeah. in my day, there was nothing. <laughs> if you looked anywhere close to what was on your ID, you're getting on in. Yeah. So, um, you guys, you and your buddies come hang out here? Frequently? Yeah, a decent amount. They do uh, trivia Wednesday nights, which is a bunch of fun. So, okay. we come out and do that bunch. And then, uh, yeah, we're here a decent amount. Nice. Nothing nice. like this, though. This is should be interesting. <laughs> That's it's inter- cool having them all It's neat, though. Yeah yeah, you, yeah. yeah. So for our listeners, there's a good one, two, three, four, five, six, good 10 guys here, man. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's all surrounding the linebacker. Yeah. You know, Just that's cool. The iconic Notre Dame bar, for, for sure. sure. So. And then by the end of the night, um, there will be the linebacker sludge on the ground. And hopefully oh, yeah. you can contribute to yeah, that by the end yeah. of the night. <laughs> all right, Spencer, I appreciate your time, man. Yeah, of course. Thanks all right. Take care, sir. Yep, for sure. For my own son's 21st birthday, we uh, we went to the Cove, and then we came here. It was a Sunday. And we, we came here, and uh, it was like Sunday at 2 or 3 o'clock, and there was karaoke here. Mm-hmm. It was, I'd mentioned I quit drinking about four or five years ago, so um, I don't care. I still get up in front of everybody and do karaoke. Oh, so it was course. my first time doing karaoke sober. It was a blast. But Humpty Dance. I'm a Humpty Dance fool. I will get this place rocking. Oh, of course. Anyway, my son kind of was shaking his head, a little embarrassed, but it got me thinking, you probably experienced tons of... Bachelor parties, bachelorette parties, 21st birthdays. What did you see more of? 21st birthdays probably or? Probably more uh, 
bachelorette parties. Okay, okay. Lots, of, and we would get them two to three at a time. Nice. It, you know, it'd be a <clears throat> Saturday night uh-huh. around eight o'clock, so they're just starting their night. Yeah. And and would walk, you know, they got their little tiara and, yeah. and, and their sash on uh-huh. and their list of uh, things that they need to do. Like and a then, scavenger hunt type deal. And would walk another, in another one. Yeah. And then another one. And it's like, are we going to have a turf war in here wow. over bachelor yeah. parties? Uh-huh. But no, then they would all join together and out on the dance Dominate. floor screaming and <laughs> being bachelorettes. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. We, we, get, we get a lot of... Uh, weddings after the reception i got you so okay like wedding parties just weddings everybody's saying hey backer afterwards yeah and okay. they'll uh, there's times that a bus will pull up nice and 30 40 people will get off that's sweet and okay then 20 minutes later uh-huh here comes another one uh, that's awesome. once again it's a is, is this a turf war because we got two brides in here right right you know, right they, they're <laughs> supposed to be the center of attention yes. Yes, that's funny, man. That's funny. Clean up. Oh, I'm uh, sure y'all have seen some nasty stuff. So it's oh. commonly referred to as backer sludge. Okay, talk to me about backer sludge. There, you know, it's a it's a tile floor. There's no drains in the floor, uh-huh. so you know, and as with any floor, it's never perfectly level uh-huh, uh-huh. <clears throat> and stuff gets spilled uh-huh people throw up yep probably other th- other things that uh happen because hey. the bathroom's too far away yep yep uh and just the sheer amount of cups okay yeah you know the trash can's too far of away course. to walk over there and throw it in we just, or we just put it wherever or it gets knocked out of your hand uh-huh. so there would always be a Backer sludge liquid. I love it. I don't love floor. it, but I love it as a name. And we joked one time that we should bottle it up and sell it. Oh, this is from USC weekend, yeah. 2005. <laughs> it's from Michigan weekend. You know, we could probably sell it because you probably, you probably would. I was there that night, bro. I stepped in this sludge. I might have made some of it. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. So it 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 would after definitely after a home game weekend. Uh, Security would break out the snow shovels. What to scoop up all the cups? uh, You know, oh, it it, and it and it had a wonderful smell. Oh, I'm sure of everything. (laughs) Lots of things I probably shouldn't mention. You know, stale beer. Yep. yep. uh, Maybe people having a little bit too much fun on the dance floor probably bumping and grinding yep 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 so oh yeah God, it, it, and it actually because you know once you get all the tables out of here it's just easy break out the push broom yeah and, and right. snow shovel and just and it's gone exactly just like dust mopping a big gym man just just pushing it to the side pretty much that's too much and then shoveling your driveway yeah literally <laughs> <laughs> that's too linebacker sludge um what would be one thing that people would be surprised about to hear about the linebacker lounge Actually, probably how many celebrities and famous people come in here. That's another one of my questions. So we will piggyback on both of those. Talk to me. So uh, during my time, uh-huh. uh, there's been uh, with Scott Weiland from the Stone Temple Pilots was here okay. for uh, USC weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, WWE wrestler Sheamus okay. ha- has been in here a couple of times. Really? Uh, probably one of our biggest regulars during football season uh-huh. is Dean Norris. Oh, well, he's from here, correct? Yeah, he, yeah. Went, to, uh-huh. he went to Clay High School. Yeah. 
Uh, That's great neat. guy. Uh-huh. He just comes in and hangs out. And That's neat. People shake hands with him. That's uh, cool. One of the other big ones has always been after a flyover uh-huh. of a home game. Oh. We usually get the pilots. How cool. So uh, over the years, I've got to meet a lot of different pilots. Wow. And almost every time there is a, uh, one of the pilots is a Notre Dame grad. That's neat. So that's even, and they'll usually tell stories of, oh, I remember being back in here when I was in school. And that's neat for them. And then they are in in the Air Force and flying over. Yeah. How cool is that? And they go park the plane, hang out at a football game, and then come over here and drink afterwards. I'll tell you what, the best group of all of them was the Blue Angels. Really? Oh, and their commander at the time uh-huh. uh, had graduated from Notre Dame. Okay. And I believe he played, uh, uh, bas- was a reserve on the basketball team. I gotcha. Back when he was in school. Yeah. And they brought the whole crew. Not just the pilots. The whole, the whole crew. Yeah. Mechanics, and, all that. Man, those guys can drink. Uh, you got you. You probably got to be a little bit, a little bit crazy, a little bit doing that stuff. Oh, yeah, a little bit, <laughs> but they were fun. They were they were so much fun. That's awesome, man. That's uh, awesome. Trying to think. Uh, well, hell, I'm, right now I'm looking at a Blue Angels yep. um, picture on the wall signed. That's neat. Yep. And uh, Adam Rodriguez from I think he was on CSI Miami. Okay. He was in for a USC uh-huh. weekend. Uh, we once had the Mike and Mike show here. Yeah, I remember with, uh, that. In the morning, and that the was, Leprechaun was here. Or, yeah, that was... Or they were dressed I can't even remember what was, game that was. It. I've, I've been involved right. with so many big games yeah, that's between neat. working at the bar. Uh, I now work at Notre Dame, uh-huh. so I deal with that. So it, they start to uh, blend, blend together, together. Yeah, uh, mush with together. Our, with our local, now the South Bend Cubs... Yeah. Uh, even back when there was the Silverhawks, mm-hmm. uh, we've had uh, Ryan Sandberg, Jody Davis. Nice. Uh, different times That's when they've cool. been working with, they never worked with the South Bend Cubs. It was like the Lansing Lugnuts yeah. and the Peoria Chiefs, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, made friends. That's and it all, it, 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 I always tell everybody it's all about making friends uh-huh. and then just see what happens. Yeah, right. You know, right. you make friends. Oh, okay, great. Yes. You know, I, I managed yep. to make friends with, with Seamus and uh-huh. a couple of WWE guys. And That's neat. I still keep in contact with some of them uh-huh. on occasion. You know, and obviously you look around, you see all the different yeah. jerseys of all the players that, uh, former football players, former uh-huh. basketball players that love the backer. And they're out across the country, the world. And, and I guarantee if the name, the linebacker comes up, they just sit and smile. They can be sitting in San Francisco or something. Who knows? <laughs> Were there any, uh, over your time here, your memories, any changes? Not really. I know. I, so It's been the, very similar. The, the big change came in 96. Okay. When they moved the door from the front of the building oh, to the side to of the, the building. the side, okay. And at that time, when they did all that, they, they had <clears throat> put in all new uh, paneling. Okay. Uh, I believe it was new floor. I don't know if they just, if they redid the bar or exactly what they did, but there used to be carpet in here. No. Yeah. So you can oh, only imagine. No, the backer sludge with carpet? Yeah. Yuck. So so it was renovated somewhat in 96. Okay? Yeah, I believe, I, I believe so it was 96. almost about 30 years. And and that's the, to me, that's the joy of places like the linebacker. Mm-hmm. You don't need to renovate. The, these dirty floors are what makes it. 
It builds it, character. It's the, character. It, it, what? It went non-smoking. That had to have been huge. I think that was in- 10, 12 years yeah, ago? Yeah, I think it was like 2011, 12-ish, something like that. that and it was, it was really weird at first because yeah. just, I mean, it's wood. It yeah. would absorb smell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it took quite a few years yeah. before the smell actually disappeared. Oh. I know it smells a lot better. <laughs> just the yellow. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, it, it was, uh, you know, like the 70s when everybody smoked. Everybody. And everybody smoked everywhere. Everywhere. It didn't store, matter. Airplanes. Chain smoked. Yep. You'd go into a house and have to repaint it because everything, whatever Dude. color it was, was had a yellow tint. Ugh. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we we just spent a lot of time talking about how popular the backer has been and memories formed and everything. I just want to share a little bit about the history that I found. Okay. So, from what I can find, it opened as Eve's Cafe in the early 1950s. Yes. From what I can find. Um, then in 1959, it was named NOLA. It was named NOLA, N-O-L-A. Oh, little, like New Orleans? Little, yeah. Oh, yeah, interesting. For a couple years. And then the earliest reference to the linebacker that I can find was 1964. I found the owners were um, applying for a liquor license. Okay. Uh, so in 1962, uh-huh. uh, Mo, and I always screw up his life, uh, Patios. I, okay. He was, he was a Notre Dame football player. I got you. And he had been drafted by, I believe, the Steelers. And he went and borrowed money from the owner. Uh-huh. Of the Steelers? Yes. To <laughs> open this place. Really? To, to buy whatever cafe and open the linebacker yep. as a bar. Yes. Wow. Okay. That uh, last, his last name was a P, something with P-O-T-T-I-O-S. You know what? That might have been the name of the, cup of the people who I saw on the liquor license. Huh. huh. So he, he did that and... <clears throat> In 1984, it was bought uh, by Elwanda Okay. And she, I guess probably the best way to say it, her, her staff, and everybody mm-hmm. kind of took it to the next level. I got you. Made it as popular as it could be. Yep. Uh, basically made the backer the backer. And over the years, I mean, I bet I found... I don't know, two dozen different articles about different uh, burglaries here, crimes here, and, and not like holdups, but more like the owner got here at, at eight in the morning and found the jukebox cracked open. <laughs> well, it, it, and the thing is, it's such a uh, landmark. Mm-hmm. Something happens on this corner, whether it's an accident exactly. or anything. Uh, no one says the speedway. Yeah. They say the linebacker. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh uh-huh. yeah. I know exactly where the backer is. Yep. Boom, boom, boom. So yep. the the backer name gets mentioned a lot uh-huh. in <clears throat> police reports because ah, of because of the location. well-known location. Yep. Exactly. I found an article and I'm going to read it out loud and we'll talk about it. <laughs> November 12, 1968. Deputy's weapon taken from car. Sergeant Raymond Banky of the Sheriff's Department reported his revolver, belt, ammunition, and handcuffs were taken from his car about midnight Sunday. Banky told city police he stopped at the linebacker inn, 1631 South Bend Avenue, after going off duty. He said he left the items belonging to the Sheriff's Department in his car. When he returned about an hour later, he found the vent window forced and the equipment gone. It was valued at 150 bucks. Okay, so there's two things in that. To just it, uh, Anybody younger than probably uh, 
40 uh-huh. wouldn't will not understand one what the a vet, vet window, window is yep. and the fact that a weapon ammunition <laughs> handcuffs were valued at 150 dollars. that's a good point too <laughs> you can't buy a gun for 150 dollars. No. well you can just well you not can't legally buy, not legally <laughs> but think of that think of what this guy had to tell his bosses at the police department guys i hit up the backer on my way home and they broke in and stole my shit <laughs> Oh my goodness, that's hilarious! <laughs> oh, that's man. why there's cameras all the way around the building. Now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> got to cover your ass somehow, for sure. And then we also just spent this time talking about all these memories formed, talking about the even uh, graduates of Notre Dame are planning their reunions around the linebacker. I found several instances where the linebacker almost didn't make it past 1970. Oh wow! And then almost didn't make it past 1976. Now, I won't read all these articles, but I got them just for your, you know, your records. In 1970, an 11-story hotel was proposed right here where we're talking. 221 rooms, parking for 454 cars. This would have been tore down. All the buildings on this corner would have been tore down. It would have extended Twickenham like it is now. They finally got around to that. And it actually gained approval from the city, but it just was never built. Wow. Then... In 1976, multiple articles, there was a 191-unit hotel planned, and Hilton was involved, and literally the name would have been called the Linebacker Hilton. That's literally. like That's amazing. The Linebacker Hilton. I also, and I included in there when you, whenever you want to look later, um, the neighbors were against it. The wooded estates over here, mm-hmm. the neighborhood, there were voice of the people, there were, there were meetings, and... They were against it, but it also gained approval from the zoning commission. Wow. Isn't that wild? Wow. It, 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 over the years of all the stories I've heard about this place and everything, that's one I never heard before. Isn't that amazing? I mean, literally, when you read that, you'll say, dang. I mean, it's legitimate. They, it got approved, and it just never, never came to fruition. Well, I did it at that time, that literally would have been the closest hotel to campus that was not owned by the university. Really? Because the Morris Inn has okay. always been on uh, yeah. on campus. Uh huh. There wouldn't have been. I mean, that's true. Like now we've got the MC Suites and yep. <clears throat> huh? That's true. Fairfield. Yeah, that would have been definitely the closest here. Yeah, Jane. Well, that, I mean, that was other than other than Legends, which back in the day used to be Senior Bar. Uh huh. The Backer is the closest bar, other than obviously Eddy Street, where uh, Brothers and uh-huh. and that right. is right, the, right, the Backer has always been the closest bar to campus. Yep, that's true. That's why it says across the street from Notre Dame. <laughs> yep, yep. But I don't know. I just, part of my podcast is how intertwined our past is with our present. And like, imagine if that would have came to fruition in the 70s. And the, the folks still would have had fun here at Notre Dame and everything, but just in a different plot spot. You know, it's crazy. It is. It's just that type of stuff. It's, it's, it's amazing. Uh, you know, they, what do they call it? It's a butterfly effect. That's where, it. Where, yes. If something would have been something different, where yep. would have you been? Where would I have been? Exactly. Exactly. That truly is. Why are places like the linebacker, you know, just with the sticky floors, with the linebacker sludge, with the crowded bar, why are they just so loved? The people. The people. 100% the people. Uh, the, the people that are behind the bar yep. that are making you feel welcome, uh-huh. making you your drinks. Of course, the drink prices usually help a little bit true uh you know you add in the dj playing the music Uh uh-huh the just the people that are coming in and the 
friendships and everything that they have here. I mean, if uh -huh. you look around the bar right now, <clears throat> you your your age range is from 21 to true. probably mid 70s. And, and you're not lying. That tr you're, you're true. That's the truth. Everybody just wow. gets along and hangs out. And you, you, you can have a college kid sitting right next to yeah. a 70 year old man or woman uh -huh. and having a conversation about absolutely nothing. <laughs> Because that's it. that's what you do. Yeah. You just, just oh hey, I'm sitting here by myself. You're sitting by yourself. Let's talk about absolutely nothing. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, Aaron. Well, hey, I appreciate your time, man. Thank oh, you. Any time. I'll, I'll be sure to share the gospel of the of the. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Round the Bend. Now and then, I hope that you learned all about the linebacker and why it is so beloved. An extra special thanks to Aaron Frucci for allowing me to set up shop right there at the backer and for sharing your memories and stories. Folks, if you're in the Notre Dame area, stop by the linebacker. You can also check out their website, linebackerlounge.com. I put the link in the show notes. Also, follow them on Twitter, at backerlounge1, or like them on Facebook, Linebacker Lounge, across from Notre Dame. As I ask you every episode, please share the show with anyone that you think would appreciate it. Just copy the link and share it, or just tell them to search for Around the Bend Now and Then on their favorite podcast apps. Join us again next time as we learn more about South Bend and Mishawaka's Now and Then.